0: Hey, welcome to Bible Chunks, where we read through the Bible in the chunks, or sections based on themes that it was designed to be read in, so we can get a better handle on the story of God. My name's Kevin. That's enough about me. Let's dive into the Word. Today we'll be reading Romans 15:1 through 16:27, 59 verses today, finishing out the book of Romans. We who are strong have an obligation to bear with the failings of the weak, and not to please ourselves. each of us please his neighbor for his good to build him up for christ did not please himself but as it is written the reproaches of those who reproached you fell on me for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope may the god of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with christ jesus that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, welcome one another as Christ has welcomed you for the glory of God. For I tell you that Christ became a servant to the circumcised to show God's truthfulness in order to confirm the promises given to the patriarchs and in order that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles and sing to your name, For I will not venture to speak of anything except what Christ has accomplished through me to bring the Gentiles to obedience by word and deed, by the power of signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and all the way around to Illyricum, I have fulfilled the ministry of the gospel of Christ. And thus I make it my ambition to preach the gospel not where Christ has already been named, lest I build on someone else's foundation, but as it is written, Those who have never been told of him will see, and those who have never heard will understand. This is the reason why I have so often been hindered from coming to you. But now, since I no longer have any room for work in these regions, and since I have longed for many years to come to you, I hope to see you in passing as I go to Spain, and to be helped on my journey there by you, once I have enjoyed your company for a while. At present, however, I am going to Jerusalem, bringing aid to the saints, from Macedonia and Achaia, have been pleased to make some contribution for the poor among the saints at Jerusalem. For they were pleased to do it, and indeed they owe it to them. For if the Gentiles have come to share in the spiritual blessings, they ought also to be of service to them in material blessings. When therefore I have completed this and have delivered to them what has been collected, I'll leave for Spain by way of you. I know that when I come to you, I'll come in the fullness of the blessing of Christ. I appeal to you, brothers, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God on my behalf, that I may be delivered from the unbelievers in Judea, and that my service for Jerusalem may be acceptable to the saints, so that by God's will I may come to you with joy and be refreshed in your company. May the God of peace be with you all, amen. I commend you to our sister Phoebe, a servant of the church at Tenectary, that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints, and help her in whatever way she may need from you, for she has been a patron of many, and myself as well. Greet Priscilla and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their necks for my life, to whom not only I give thanks, but all the churches of the Gentiles give thanks as well. Greet also the church in their house. Greet my beloved Apatnius, who is the first convert to Christ in Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my kinsmen and my fellow prisoners they are well known to the apostles and they were in christ before me greet Ampliatus, my beloved in the lord greet urbanus our fellow worker in christ and my beloved stachys greet apellus who is approved in christ greet those who belong to the family of aristobulus greet my kinsman herodian greet those in the lord who belong to the family of narcissus greet those who greet those workers in the lord tryphinia and tryphosa Greet the beloved Persis, who has worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, also his mother, who has been a mother to me as well. Greet Asyncritus, Phlegion, Hermes, Petrobus, Hermas, and the brothers who are with them. Greet Philologus, Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the saints who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them. For such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery they deceive the hearts of the naive. For your obedience is known to all, so that I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise as to what is good and innocent as to what is evil. The God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. So do Lucius and Jason and Sosipater, my kinsmen. I, Tertius, who wrote this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, who is host to me and to the whole church, greets you. Erastus, the city treasurer, and our brother Quartus greet you. Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the preaching of Jesus Christ, according to the revelation of the mystery that was kept secret for long ages, But has now been disclosed, and through the prophetic writings have been made known to all nations according to the company of the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of the faith. To the only wise God be glory forevermore. Through Jesus Christ. Amen. And well, as Paul wraps up this letter, he reminds the Romans once again that his ultimate aim is that they would dwell together in unity with one another, that they would, uh, that they would hold each other in higher esteem than themselves, taking their example from the Lord Jesus Christ who, who though he had everything, he was the Son of God, he, God incarnate, the, though he had those privileges, he esteemed the other. And, and the needs of the other above his own, and so Paul is—he's encouraging the Roman church to to do the same, to act an example of Christ, that they might flourish. And then he talks about how he's he's kind of asking for prayer for them from them, that as he goes back to Jerusalem to bring some gifts from the churches to the church in Jerusalem, from Gentile churches to the to the church in Jerusalem, he, he's saying pray for me because when I go back there I don't really know what's going to happen to me but I'd like to come to you after I go there and visit so that you can help me on my way to Spain so it's almost like a missionary letter as he's kind of fundraising for his mission in a long in a roundabout way the book the entire book of Romans is a missionary letter where he's commending to them the gospel that he preaches so that they they know who he is a little bit better, and then he's saying, I'm gonna come eventually, and when I do come, I'm gonna be asking you for money so that I can have some support on my way to preach the gospel in Spain as well. So he talks about not wanting to preach the gospel where it's already been preached, because his call is to go to preach the gospel where it has never been preached. And that's why he hasn't come to Rome yet, because there's already a church in Rome. So Paul has been going around the Greek and Roman world planting churches and that's why he hasn't come to Rome yet because there's already been a church planted in Rome. But he still would like to see them on his way to go plant a church in Spain. Now we've read Acts and we know that when Paul goes back to Jerusalem he ends up arrested and when he ends up in Rome he's a prisoner and he never gets to Spain. But that doesn't hinder the gospel because even though Paul is bound by chains the gospel continues to go forward and so he closes out the end of the letter by some personal greetings and you can see all of these individuals and probably church leaders people who had churches in their homes he's saying greet all of these people and then I I really like that uh, Tertius who wrote the letter also greets them in the Lord so Paul would uh, uh, would have been speaking And Tertius would have been writing what Paul was speaking, and and I like that Tertius puts his own greeting there in the end as well. And then, as he closes out, he reminds them once again, God is amazing. He, He kept these things secret for ages, but now he is bringing the nations, bringing the Gentiles into what has been his plan all along to bring about the Gentiles to the obedience of the faith as well to the only wise God, be glory forevermore through Jesus Christ. Amen. And so as we wrap up today, I'd ask you to consider what does this section of scripture tell you about who God is and what he wants for the world, what he wants for you? What does it tell you about yourself? And finally, what was it that the Holy Spirit was stirring up while we were reading? Take those thoughts, turn them into prayers, and we'll be right here again tomorrow. Until then, God bless.